Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over and start using it now. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about, in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive, and that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans, like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at chime.com build. That's chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com disclosures for details. What's going on, Ernest? Welcome to EYL University, the number one place for business education. Shadi, tell them what we bring in. Yes, EYL University already has over 100 past webinars from all areas of business. It includes weekly webinars from industry leaders. It includes access to our investment Facebook group, Movie Club, our book club. It also includes access to monthly financial planning calls with yours truly. But what has been added has access to MG the Mortgage Guys Home Buyers Blueprint over 14 hours everything you need to know as far as the home buying process is concerned and also what has been added is access to our monthly group chat call right. so once a month me troy and the whole team is going to let you in on our personal plays our portfolio what we're doing and more so all of that we are running for a special promo code of 70 percent off for a limited time only so head to eyluniversity.com right now and take advantage you know how this works don't wait don't hesitate we'll see you on the other side my graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop.
stock market investing, right? Talk about it. Um, what is your theory but from buying and holding mm-hmm. and day trading? Because that's kind of like the two two trains of mm-hmm. thought in investing. It's like day trading. Anybody's not familiar with day trading, that's when you're actually buying a stock and you're trading it interday, sometimes like within mm-hmm. a couple of minutes, mm-hmm. and you're getting your profits. Uh, whereas buying hold, there's more of you're buying and you're, you're, you're holding long term. Mm-hmm. That long term could be six months, mm-hmm. a year, 10 years, 25 years, but mm-hmm. you're not looking to make quick decisions. So what's your, what's your theory between buying long term and day trading? All right. So with buying long term, that's where the wealth is at. Because <clears throat> when you buy long term, you're not affected by the short term. Um, activities yeah. that go on in the market mm-hmm. and you can't control that. Mm. So because I can't control that, I want to say I'm willing to wait that out. Right? Whereas with day trading, it's a high. It's like, yo, this just went up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get this bread and I'm going to get out. But what people don't tell you about day trade, and I have nothing against it because the money in it, but those capital gains taxes that come with it hmm. gonna eat away at your profit. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. With with stock market, with the way that I invest, my goal is to just hold it at least for a year and a day. So, all right, let's talk about that. So, capital gains for most people, it's like fifteen percent for the mm-hmm. average person. Nah, twenty, twenty nine. 28. Short term capital gains. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you go, you're going to go with 18. Yeah, because long term capital gains is 15%. Yeah. So, yeah. So, short term capital gains, yeah, it's higher. Yeah. Um, so, capital gains is when you sell a stock, you got to pay taxes on that. And on, as you on said, the on the profit. On the profit. On the profit. Right, right, on on the profit. profit. And the short term capital gains is more than long term capital mm-hmm. gains, which is an incentive to hold it. And the long term capital gains start at a year, right? Yeah. Right. So, if I got a uh, I bought a stock $100, I made $150, i am paying a tax on the 50. You're going to pay a tax on the 50. Right. Now, if you hold it for a year and a day, you're only going to pay about 12%. Mm. If you hold it for six months, you'll pay about 22. Right. So the goal in building wealth and is simply this. It's not about how much money you make. It's about how much you keep. That's a fact. So for me, I want to keep as much as I can. And so if I got to hold it for a year and a day, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm cool with it. Because I've gained equity in it, and if they're paying dividends, I don't got some. I don't got full quarters worth of dividends. I don't made my bread. I'm good. And see, that's the part of like trading that people don't talk about. Yeah, right. It's like you said, it's not sexy. It ain't sexy. Yeah. And they want they want short term gratification without you know being in it for the long haul, mm-hmm. right? And the, the thing about it is that nothing happens overnight. Nothing. And you don't you don't build wealth overnight as well. And it's important. I always tell my clients, my financial advisor, I tell my clients all the time, you have okay. to you have to diversify. Like you can't yeah. put all your eggs in any one basket, right? Mm-mm. You gotta diversify. So you might have real estate, but it doesn't it's not healthy to just put every dollar that you have into real nah. estate, right? It's does it's common sense. Yeah. For a lot of different reasons. Yeah. But stocks is 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 a key wealth building tool. And should definitely be part of somebody. Most people are investing in the stock market without them even knowing it because mm-hmm. of the 401k plan. Mm-hmm. So dividends, right? Because mm-hmm. this, this is something yeah. that we haven't covered. 
And a lot of people have heard of dividends, but they don't fully understand what a dividend is. So what, what is a dividend? Yeah, you said that's one of the strategies you use. Yeah, right? I Buying love them. Stocks with yeah, them. With, so what happens is dividends are a portion of the profit that companies pay to people who are invested in a business. Not the revenue, but the profit. So if I have a business that brings in uh, $10,000 a month and I profit $5,000 a month, then out of that $5,000, I'll take a percentage of that, which is called the dividend yield, and I'll pay it to my investors as a part of saying, hey, thank you for investing in my business. Is it paid equally or is it... Obviously, depending on how many shares you have, you get more. Nah, yeah, well, it the dividend is the same. Yeah. So if I pay fifty cent a share, right, which is two dollars a year, mm-hmm. everybody gets that. Mm-hmm. Depending on how much you have, if you got five, I have ten, yeah. he have fifteen, then we will all yeah. get a different amount. But the the underlying asset value is the same. So what are what are what are some top companies as far as dividends these days? What are they uh, paying? AT and T pays. Seven, six percent, six percent. That's major. Now, they, so this is the dope part. So we talk about real estate, right? The real estate aspect of the stock market, which is called real estate investment trust, which is a REIT, a REIT, which is saying I can own Walmart as a business, and I can own the people who Walmart pay rent to, because they don't own the building; they just own the name. Like Amazon has a warehouse. I can own Amazon and I can also own the warehouse who pay who Amazon pays the rent to. REITs pay higher dividends. We talking 12%, 9%, 7%. So individual stocks, uh ATT, Macy's, CenturyLink. Now that's a bad business. But they pay a high dividend. That's what's called a dividend trap. We're not gonna get into that. <laughs> are they, are they uh, dispersed quarterly? How are they disperse? So every business is different. So with a lot of the, with the REITs, they come out. Uh, some of them pay monthly. Mm-hmm. And so, remember, I was telling you that I have businesses. One of my businesses is Apple Realty. They own 128 Sheratons and Hiltons and 200 and something Marriotts. They're not going out of business anytime soon, but they pay me, I think, at a 9% rate on their REITs, and they pay that monthly. So every month, they're paying me. So that's 9% on the money that you have invested? No, that's 9% of the stock price. Okay. Right. So that's all the dividend yield is. So a dividend yield is this. If the stock price is $100 and a dividend yield is 5%, then your dividend is 5% of that $100. That's what you're getting paid. Okay. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's passive. Uh, Super passive. Passive. But you do have to have large amounts for it to- This is true. But you were saying that you, sh- you have to start looking at it like, okay, this will pay my cell phone bill. Yeah. What's your freedom price? Can, can, you, can you explain that? You talked about right. AT&T, but you got to yeah. create AT&T so, so what happened to me was I started asking myself, how do I buy back my freedom? Right? Like, how do I buy it back? That's powerful. Right? <laughs> Because it's not given to you. Just like, you know, shadow slavery. Like, I'm not going to give it to you. You got to buy it back. You got to fight for it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how do I buy back my freedom with the stock market? Because you can't save to invest to get it back. Right? We know that. You can't work a bunch of hours to get it back. So the next best thing for me was 
dividends. So I was like, okay, what do I use every day? My phone bill, AT&T, and I have Apple product. So because AT&T pays a 5%, 6% dividend yield, I was like, okay, I need this many, this many shares of this business to pay off my phone bill every four months because AT&T pays quarterly, which is every three months. Mm-hmm. Disney pays semi-annually, which is twice a year. And then you have some businesses that pay every month, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, if I can get AT&T to pay my phone bill through their dividends four times a year, then I have essentially bought back my freedom because I no longer have to work to pay for that phone bill. AT&T paying it for me. And so you can do that with your... If you're in Georgia, you can use Southern Company, which is another great dividend business. How much is your phone bill? I mean, your light bill, $80, $100. They pay like a 3 4% dividend. Figure out how much the dividend is per quarter, how many shares you need of that business, and then let that pay your light bill. So if you can give your dividends from a business to pay your light bill and your phone bill, you've bought back some of your freedom. Because now you can take that money and invest it and do something else with it. Absolutely. That's optimizing your money. The money is just a tool. We know that much. So if we can use the tool to do what it's supposed to do, then we get maximum value for it. And that's um, so once you fully understand investing, you start to understand that it's like Spanish, right? So I don't know how many Spanish people are in New Orleans, but they got a few. Half of them. <laughs> like 70% of New York is Spanish. Maybe not. 50%, okay. 50% of New, New York, York City. Is, yeah. 50% of New York Spanish is Spanish. It's a lot. So <laughs> I say that to say, when you're around Spanish enough, you start to understand it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Maybe you might not be able to speak it, but you can kind of have a general understanding of it. Right. right? The same thing with investing. Mm. When you're around the language of investing, mm-hmm. it starts to make sense. And you realize that they're all kind of similar. It's just like... Um, Actually, when you learn foreign languages, like yeah. Spanish is similar to French. They all come from like Spanish, a, Portuguese. Yeah, they're yeah. all kind of similar. I forget where they actually, the root came from. But long story short of it is that what you just explained was the same theory that DJ Envy explained to us mm. when he says that he doesn't buy any liability until he has an asset to, to pay, pay for. It. His thing is real estate. So he buys a home and now he has a home to actually pay rental for his Lamborghini or right. something like that. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? I so feel like. You just bring it down on a small level. Right. But. Because, I mean, that, that's key though, right? If you break it on a small level, like. Well, yeah. You, well, and then, and then also what people us. have to understand too is that, so people might say, okay, well, I got to put $2,000 into a stock to get a $100 dividend. It's not worth it. But the thing about it is that it's not like you're paying for something. You're investing. So that 2000 is going to grow over the course of time of while you're getting your dividend. So it's not like you just putting your money into Never Everland, it's actually going to an investment that'll probably gain value over the course of time. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, you're actually gaining uh, income that yeah. you can use via the dividend. And now you can actually use that to support your lifestyle. Because like you said, there's only, you got to find a way to actually make money while you're sleeping. Sleep, That's yeah. what Warren Buffett said, That's right? He said, if, if, said if, you, if you don't make money while you're sleeping, you're worth every dollar. Yeah. So... By doing that, now you're actually, okay, now I can, like you said, you can focus on, okay, now I did that, now I got to do something to pay 
my rent. I got to do something mm-hmm. to pay my mortgage and I got to do something to pay my car bill. And then before you know it, you're not actually paying anything, anything. yourself. It's right. all being paid for you, which leaves you more money because that 200 that, that now that, you can actually yeah. reinvest and do other things and just kind of like a domino effect. It's like Lord of the Sunset. He was like, yo, I treat money like little soldiers. They have to go work. Listen, but also, also, you're forgetting something that's major. The ownership. Mm. Yep. You feel me? So while your money is working for you through the dividends, your ownership, your equity is also increasing. Yeah. So that's how you like you leverage the game with that. Yeah. And that's something that people don't understand either. It's like people's like, well, everybody's not an entrepreneur. I don't want to own a business. There's a lot that comes with owning a business, mm-hmm. but there's more than one way to own a business. Mm-hmm. If you buy stock, you're an owner in that company. Yeah. That, that's one. That's probably the easiest yeah. way to own a business. A business. Yeah. Now you're not going to be a majority owner, mm. but it doesn't matter. It right? doesn't. You're still an owner. One percent of something is better. So, than 0%. but listen. So Warren Buffett owns six percent of Coca-Cola, right? So he's still not a majority owner, but he still has say so. And this is the one thing about the stock market that I love. I still can vote on every business that I own, and they have to acknowledge me. Like, I literally bought three shares of Berkshire Hathaway B. Let's make sure I say that, B. <laughs> what's, like, the, what's the A? Like 100 something thousand? Nah, go up two more hundred. It's 300 and something thousand. Please, right? there's a difference. There's a big difference. So let me say it because I don't want nobody to be like, hey, man, you got to, you ain't got no, man, man I heard you on that podcast. <laughs> you feel me? So I literally bought three shares of Berkshire B. Which is which is Warren Buffett's company, for anybody yes. that doesn't know. I bought my daughter. That's another thing. So at three years old, my daughter has $5,000 invested in the stock market. Oh, yeah. I want to talk about that. You yeah, can finish cool. it. I'm going to ask you about that. But I bought uh, three shares of Berkshire B. So I could go to the Warren Buffett annual meeting and I had right to vote on anything. In Omaha? Yeah. Did you I, go? I went to NIPS. Uh, that's when everything okay. happened. I'm oh. going next year. Okay. For sure, for sure. And the only way you can go is if you own at least one share. Right? So I was like, okay, cool. And you actually get to talk to this man. Wow. So, so I'm glad you said that about your daughter. Because speaking of NIP, actually, you when we po- I posted about NIP, you commented on that post. For sure. About... Um, and you was talking about a custodial account for your daughter. Mm-hmm. So I had put a post up that like if, if you celebrate Christmas or for kids' birthdays, a suggestion is that, you know, if you're going to spend $200 on gifts, maybe spend $100 on the gifts and $100 oh, on an stop. investment, right? Mm-hmm. And people was like, well, how do I do that? So I walk you through that. Yeah, no you walk us through it. <laughs> exactly. So it's basically, um, I don't buy my daughter toys at all. I told her mom, and I'm like, listen. I'll buy clothes, I'll buy food, I'll buy necessities. But everything else, I'm buying stocks. So just walking, um, uh, uh, it's called a UGMA account. Um, it's a custodial account. I use TD Ameritrade. And all you're doing is, is just like opening up a bank account, and you'll just add your kid to it. And what happens is you have actual control of the account until the kid is 18. Once the kid makes 18 then they have control. My thing is simple. And so this is how we shift the dynamics. Like this, this ownership stuff is real powerful to me. My daughter is three and I invest money for her monthly, weekly, right? 
Right now, my daughter at three can tell you what assets and liabilities are. This is a conversation that we have, right? She knows. I say, what dividends come from? She'll say, dividends come from shares. She'll say that. By the time she's 18, she'll already be six figures her own network. That's powerful. That's a whole nother dynamic. We've, we've put her in position to have privileged opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. Also, we've now established to her the importance of ownership, right? So what happened with us when we was kids, I don't know about y'all, when I was kids, money was always scarce. Like, we ain't got no money for that. We got bills, <laughs> right? But, you know, but now at three, she can talk to me about Disney stock. You know what I'm saying? So for me, that's what I do. Everything we do right now, her account, I think she had like 5,500 because I've been buying these weed stocks since they've been on sale and I bought some for her. Um, Canopy Group. What what was the name of your account at the the bank? The type of account? Oh, it's called a custodial account. Okay. Um, But when you look it up on the TD Ameritrade, it's going to be called UGMA. Can it go through, I know you said TD Ameritrade, but Mm -hmm. is it offered through other banks as well? Well, I went through, you can go through Fidelity. Okay. Charles Schwab. Most of them have. Yeah, they all have. And it's Most co- of them have. They have Utma accounts. They have 529, which is a college savings plan. There's a couple of different ways you now, can I don't like the 529. Why not? Because it's boxed in. That's true. It's boxed in. Just You have to use it for college. Well, they actually changed it with the new tax law, and now you can use okay. it for any form of education. Okay. But it still, okay. Have to, it because, still has to be used for Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, yeah. or you, get, you get penalized. And so with the, with the custodial account, she can use it for whatever she wants. Hmm. At 18. So that's why it's good for you to, now you can build that conversation. That's why it's good for us to learn how to invest. Yeah. Because our kids are going to do what they see us doing. Yeah. That's just a natural fact. Yeah, we all are creatures of our environment. It is just, it is here what Absolutely. it is. So if we start having these conversations with them at a young age, like her favorite book right now is a book called The Evolution of Money. Hmm. Right? She'd be like, Dad, let's read The Evolution of Money. Right? And how old is she? Three. She you know knows how to read? Yeah. Three? Yeah. I'm trying we, to figure out, did my son know how to read? We walked through this. Nah, Maybe I failed did. as a parent. <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, I'm in education. My son is, he's five and he's just right. learning how to read. Well, uh, I mean, she reads, she, she, I'll say this, she identifies words. All right. Okay. So I'm, I'm not going to say like she up like <laughs> that. That's fair. Yeah. I'm not going to say like she up here on some doogie owls and DMD shit. She identifies words. Nah, but that, that's extremely powerful, like you said, because the parents have to lead it by example. You have to. If you don't set an example for your kids, then they're going to get the example just from pop culture, the world. music, the world. streets. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So it, it's extremely important. And like I said, it's just seeing different people and different mm. conversations. And it's like, that's one of the cool things about this podcast. It's like, we we have these conversations and if it's like, we could be like people on a basketball court or just, mm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but we're actually talking about things that are really important. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like a cool feel because it's not stuck up. It's not fake. It's not phony. It's natural. And a lot of times people feel, yeah, people feel like they have to like dumb themselves down yeah. to be accepted or... You can't, you gotta watch how you speak because you don't wanna to sound too intelligent. Right, right. Like these things is real. Like it's <laughs> right, real. Like, right, that shit. right, it's right. Like, I'm glad that, that I think that the, the tide is starting to turn on that. It is. Um, I, I actually like, I, I love the, the temperature that's going on right now. Just with, even with you all, you know, I, I'm like, bro, like y'all, y'all shifting the culture with this. Yeah, appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Because that. there are a lot of podcasts out there. 
Right, everybody. Everybody has something to say. That's a fact. <laughs> That's a fact. Right, everybody has something to say, and they want to say it in their own unique way. What I love about what y'all have is, however you gonna come speak, speak it. Yeah, facts, facts. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Like there is no, hey, we can't. Like whatever you want to speak about, but it's all about the improvement. Of the culture as far yeah, as right. you know financial literacy. Right. And I didn't know you was in the finance, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a whole nother like yeah, connection yeah, yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. Right? Back to the, the ownership piece. The right? ownership, right? Like, nobody's telling us. No, oh, right. Make sure y'all cover this. This Facts. is like, yo, we're gonna put the cameras up, we're gonna put and the we gonna up, go hard. We're gonna start speaking. Right. It's powerful, man. I remember you posted something. You said something about ownership. Okay. Something you, you posted like recently. And I love when you post certain stuff. Cause I can come in there and just go hard, right? <laughs> right? I'll be waiting. I'll be like, "Come on, man! Like, come with it!" Like, so and um, somebody complained about. Well, you talk. It was about taxes. Okay. Okay. And I said, the problem is that because somebody said, "Why don't they teach?" Oh yeah, us this so I know school? about that. With the, the wealthiest people, paying yeah. Less. yeah. And so I was like, "Yo, why would they teach us this in school? It's not that they should teach us. Why would they? Right?" Mm-hmm. So this is a dope analogy that I always use. So we know that the lion is at the top of the food chain, right? So he's not the king of the jungle. Like We feel like that's some bullshit, right? He lives in a <laughs> safari, so I'm not going to say that shit, right? <laughs> but he's at the top of the food chain. The lion cannot tell the zebra, the impala, or the water buffalo how to get away. He can't. If I tell you how to get away, what do I eat? Hmm. What do I eat? Either I become a vegetarian or I eat my own kind. Right? So he can't. And if he did, they would tell one another how to get away. Same thing with this. The upper echelon are the financial predators. We are the financial prey. I can't teach you how to get away. But if you learn, I can't stop you. Mm. I can't stop you. Wealthy people don't make wealthy people rich. Poor people do. Because we have no relationship with money. So I can't teach you how to get away. And what I'm going to do, but I'm going to teach my kids how to be predators. And I'm teaching my daughter how to be a predator. Not on people, but just how to have ownership. They can't teach you that in school. Why would they? Yeah, <laughs> that's like yeah. That's what that's what the five percent they say. Like eighty five percent is ruled by ten percent, mm-hmm. which is like the blood suckers of the poor. Mm-hmm. And the five percent is the four, is the poor righteous teachers. Poor righteous teachers. But we not poor. But we, we the righteous teachers. <laughs> righteous teachers. <Yeah>. Facts. <laughs> the righteous Facts. teachers. We're gonna take liberate the poor, that. We're gonna take the poor part out. Liberate that. Because like uh, that. We, we gonna we gonna we gonna pay the full. Yeah, but, uh, I like that. You know, I like we, that. Because yeah, we we gonna we gonna liberate the people from the blood suckers of the poor. For Facts. Sure. That's what we here for. Facts. Appreciate but, that. Can we just talk about investing in ETFs? Let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so explain. Can you explain what an ETF is and then how right. do you invest in it? Uh, so an ETF is an exchange traded fund. So it's basically this. This is a, so all my people tell me like I just had a dopest analogy, bro. Like I come up with them because I love to relate <laughs> to people, right? Yeah, man. So an ETF is like saying this without even getting technical. Let's say you go in Walmart, mm-hmm. right? You go in Walmart and you don't know what you want to buy, so you buy the whole store. That's an index fund. Let's say you go to Walmart and you want to buy a specific kind of Pop-Tarts, right? So you go to the Pop-Tart aisle 
and you see so many flavors of Pop-Tarts, you're like, you know what? I just want this whole aisle of Pop-Tarts. So you buy the whole aisle of Pop-Tarts. That's an ETF. Mm. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. So what the ETF is, it's a group of businesses that operate the same or sell similar products. Example, you want to invest in marijuana, but you don't know which marijuana stock to buy. You buy either a marijuana ETF called YOLO or you buy MJ. And now at this point, you have all the marijuana stocks. They're all inside. That's an ETF. Gotcha. A trick to that is this. You can buy ETF. And because they've already done the homework, because they're going to have the best performing stocks in the ETF. Mm-hmm. At that point, you can see, you can go to what's called ETF DB, which is ETF database. I'm giving y'all some game right quick. Like mm-hmm. you go to ETF database, you put that ETF in and they'll tell you every ETF that's in that ETF. And then they'll tell you how much of a percentage of that ETF is holding that business. So it'll say this ETF has... 15% of canopy growth. That means for every dollar you put in up, 15% of that is going to canopy growth. It may have 10% of Aurora cannabis. It may have 5% of Crohn's. So you can literally say, okay, I don't want to do the homework. I want to be lazy. I'll go to the ETF, see which ones they hold it, and just pick the top companies in the ETF. Mm. And at that point, you win. Now, you don't know the value of it. That's what, I, that's what I teach people about value, how to value it. But if you just want to be a lazy investor, you can all you can just do that. Because ETF is going to have the top performing businesses in that sector inside the ETF. And you just pick that. Mm. And um, index funds. So index funds would be you buying a whole market. Now, they are broken down different ways. So you can buy the Dow Jones. You can buy the S&P 500. These are indexes. NASDAQ as well. Yeah, you can buy NASDAQ. You can buy the Russell 2000, which are the four majors. Then... You can break it down and say, okay, I just want to get a large cap ETF. So that's all businesses that have one billion, two billion or better. Right? So every business in here is gonna be two billion dollars or better. Ten billion, I'm sorry, ten billion or better. And then you can buy a mid cap, which businesses that stop at two billion. And then you can buy a small cap, which is businesses under two billion. Two billion dollars. We're under two billion dollars market cap. Yeah, the the market cap. So market capitalization. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how they um, categorize stocks. Yeah, right? and I always like the, the analogy that I use is like you have giant cap, large cap. Mm-hmm. Those are like you know giant companies. Yeah, hundred billion then, or better. Yeah. Then you have you know mid cap. Mm-hmm. Then you have small cap. Then you have micro cap. Yeah. So the thing is that usually, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. the larger the cap, the less volatile. Like, it's almost true. impossible for Apple to just fall apart overnight. That's true. It's, they're also not going to quadruple overnight either. Mm-mm. Where a smaller company, good news can send their stock skyrocketing. Yes. But then bad news can bankrupt them. So it's kind of like a, a speedboat and a cruise ship. So like mm-hmm. a WeWork situation. Yeah. We Terrible. Work. We got to talk about WeWork. <laughs> we, can, we, can talk, we can talk about WeWork. <laughs> yeah. but, and, but that's called beta. Mm-hmm. What you're talking about, the volatility. So if you're going to invest in a stock, you can look at the beta of it. A low beta means it's not volatile. Mm. A high beta means, like Tesla, high beta. High risk, high reward. Right. Right? But uh, McDonald's, probably a beta of 0.9. Right? So it's not going, you know, it's not, like, you're not about to wake up today and McDonald's is at 2.30 and tomorrow tomorrow is at 150. That's not about to happen. But with Tesla, you'll wake up today, it's at 250. Tomorrow you can wake up, it's at 180. Easy. Right? So high beta. Um, And the market cap is just simply this. If I have 10 shares of my business on the stock market and they are worth 
$10 a share. At that point, I have a $100 market cap. So it's how many outstanding shares on the market times the stock price. That's how much. That's how you can tell what the market cap is of a business. Can we talk about that WeWork situation? Let's talk about it. So, yeah, if anybody's not familiar, WeWork was the talk of Wall Street. Right? Yes. Yeah. It was IPO. They were the most valuable. What, what were they? $45 billion. Yeah, coming in at 45 Yeah, they, something. Um, and they fe- fell apart. And now they, they had to withdraw their mm-hmm. IPO. Mm-hmm. The CEO got fired. Stepped down. Stepped down. He lost his billionaire status. Yes. So in a day, in a day. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of times people see these stories, they don't fully understand. Like, how is this possible? Like, what's your take on that? Well, so shout my people, House Hunter Two One Six. She had me one day, cousin Nita. She hit me and she was like, "Trapper." Shout out to Nita. That's my, <laughs> that's my heart right there. Yeah. She hit me up one day. She was like, "Trapper, man, I want to invest in WeWork." I said, "Oh no, you not." <laughs> No, you're not. She was like, why? I was like, man, these people don't make money. So one of the things I love about the stock market is it literally teaches you how to be a businessman or a woman because you look at businesses all day, right? So they're not profitable. Well, a lot of companies aren't. But I'll let you finish, though. Yeah. So they aren't profitable and they don't have the revenue to back it up. So like, not only aren't they... So you can actually not be profitable, but still have a lot of revenue. Mm-hmm. Netflix. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But, yeah. Or Uber. Or Uber. But they aren't profitable, and they don't have the revenue coming in. And it's... So when I invest in a business, I look at this. I always look at the inverse, meaning if something bad happens, how likely is it for this stock to fall? So we know WeWork is based off of entrepreneurial space. Mm. Right, so they rent space to entrepreneurs. So I looked at it like this: they already are not profitable. If something happens as far as recession-wise, will entrepreneurs rather come sit in a room <laughs> at their own house in a table and do work and not pay that rent, or will they still pay that rent? They probably would cut that rent out. So that business model isn't. To me, it wasn't something that has a lot of longevity in it now. Dude was a bad CEO with a great idea, though. But when he got the bread, he just was on some wild right. and yeah. He was on some, he was on he some went, party he went, city, he went, he went Wolf of Wall Street, snorting yeah. cook all the butt cheeks thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I envisioned the Lambo scene. Yeah, yeah, he had a lot going on, and he didn't want he didn't want up it, but. Once, so this is the thing. Once somebody who's a major investor say, "Yo, I'm pulling my bread," SoftBank, which is a yeah, yeah, yeah. Once they like, "Yo, I'm pulling my bread," yo, like do it on the wrong level. He living his life wrong. Now other major investors are like, "Wait a minute, I'm gonna pull my bread too." Then. <laughs> yeah, we all leaving that ship. Yeah, and so now the people, nobody wants to get stuck holding a bag. Yeah, yeah. So the next biggest thing is, dude, you gotta go. We don't want you to go, but you gotta step down. Because we need another face, right? And so he was stubborn for a while, like, nah, because he made the business. Yeah. You know, it's hard for you to let your baby go. Because even if you step down, you know what's coming next. Yeah. The ship be sinking. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought it was a bad business as a whole um, out the gate. What you think about it? Um, I think that it has potential. Because there's, there's a lot of co- co-working. Regus um, is one. Yeah, Regis. Regis, I like that. Actually, Nipsey. Speaking of Nipsey. Yeah, um, uh, Vector 90. Vector 90. Vector 90. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, it's interesting what you said as far as economic downturn, because I was going to ask you about the recession mm-hmm. or people saying it's going to be a recession. It's interesting. I never really thought about that from mm-hmm. that standpoint, but it makes a lot of sense as far as to say, okay, if, if worse comes to worse, I'll just stay in my living room. Right. Yeah. I don't have to. You don't really, if you go into this office, you don't have to have an office. Nah. If you're doing that. Right. Because other than like holding meetings, which you right. can just pay. Zoom. Yeah. 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 Or Zoom. I'm it's invested not, in it's Zoom. It's just not sustainable, right? Like I might not have meetings every Facts. day of every month of the year. I think people are working differently now too. Yeah. It's kind of an old business model to actually go in. Like I have an office I probably go to like once a week. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It, you don't need to physically go into an office. Right. Like, and you're you there once a week. Literally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the point? It's not the same. You may go there just to like clear your mind, see what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going. Nah, I gotta leave the suburbs. For yeah, for a minute. Let me go ahead. But you, <laughs> yeah, you don't need it. No, nah, you're right. So that's what that's what I thought about it. Now the bad part, some of some of them are actually profitable. So at that point, the whole dynamic of the business changes because if you're a profitable business. In an economic downturn, so now we're going to tap into something that's deeper called free cash flow, right? So this is the money that a business has that's not attached to anything. So just after they pay their bills and after they pay everything, they still have this. So Apple is like one one of the has the biggest war chest. Yeah, they got yeah, like yo, they free cash flow is like crazy. Billion, so crazy. Yeah, it's, it's like one hundred and ninety billion. So what happens is, in case of an economic downturn, they still have money. To, f- to keep the business going. If you're a profitable business and you have a good free cash flow, you can still sustain for a given amount of time. But if you're negative all around the board, you're going to collapse. And so for me, that's something I look for in a business. I need you to have a moat, which is a competitive advantage, and I need you to have a good like free cash flow, I need that shit to be positive. So when you look at a business, what are you looking at? You looking at their earning report? You you do you like what do you, what do you actually look and how do you evaluate whether it's right. a business or not? Um, so I look for a few things. Like so, it's like me looking at a woman. No no to nobody. <laughs> like I don't want nobody right, to say let me get, crazy. get the notepads out. <laughs> right. So <laughs> you you have what you look for, and then you have what's there, right? And then you ask yourself. How does this fit to what I want? Right. So what I do is I look at the first thing I look at is this. I never look at the stock price because the stock price is only based on how you and I feel about it. Right. So first thing I look at who running the business and I put this on my page all the time. How a person runs a business tells me a lot about the business, because if you can't man, if you can't run the business, I can't make no money. So I'm going to look at. When did you get into a position of the CEO? How did the business run before you? And what have you done since you got taken control of the business? That's first and foremost. So I want to look at management first. The next thing I'm going to look at is, do you have a competitive edge? Right? So like, what makes you better than everybody else? What makes you sustainable? So for instance, if you bought Coca-Cola, so you would have to ask yourself this. If you are a retail business, what does your shelf domination look like? How do you dominate the shelves? So if you go into sodas, Coca-Cola dominates. But if you look at the overall business, Pepsi does. Pepsi has more products. Mm. But if you look in that sheer beverages, Coca-Cola dominates. Even when you go to 
a fast food store. They're predominantly Coke products. Coke products, yeah. They're Coke. It's one of those things where they they coined the name. It's like Coke. Coke. Yeah. yeah. And so one of soda now. It means yeah. bingo. Right. When your name becomes synonymous with something, yeah. you have a competitive we had, edge. We had that conversation. It's like band aid. Bingo. Oh, it's like polo. Bingo. Yeah. That style of shirt, yeah. it's, it's, polo. it's a polo. Even if it's a Lacoste shirt, it's, it's a, a polo. polo shirt. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm looking for that doable competitive edge, and now we're going to tap into earnings. So I want to see, me, what have you done the last eight quarters? Have you beat earnings the last eight quarters? Meaning, have you made profit the last eight quarters? And then I want to look at your free cash flow. I want to look at working capital, which is current assets and current liabilities, meaning what you have in the, in these next 12 months. So if something happened in the next 12 months, is that money positive? If it's negative, we got an issue. It's not bad, but we got an issue. If it's positive, then I know you can hold it down. It's like having money in a savings account. So we're, when you're looking at all these things, are we looking what are we looking through publications? Are we going to a site? Like is it like Baron? Yeah, so, so face value, you can go to Yahoo Finance. Okay. Just face value. Mm-hmm. You go to Yahoo Finance and you can do the numbers. If you want to dig deep, you go to that company's quarterly report or annual report. Mm. So what happens is, it's another thing like why well, I love the stock market. If you're a public company, you have to tell people what you're doing. Information has to be public. It has to be. So even your competitors get to see what you're doing. So that's what I do. Like if I like a business... I want to see what the competitor's doing. And then I want to see how are you at matching up to what they're doing. Are you shifting that way? Right? So I want to see are they how are they moving toward the future? Because we know every two years the business cycle changes. Yeah, that's like when you hear like on CNBC, it's like, oh, their quarter reports coming Bingo. in. Bingo. So and they have to. Everybody has to do it. And so if it's a dividend paying company, are you increasing those? If you're increasing those, that means you have some profitability. Because no business can consistently increase paying me more money if they don't have money. Mm. So, can we talk about the education? Am I going too deep right now? No, no, nah, no. Nah, nah, man. Perfect. <laughs> nah, it's great. Nah, it's great. It's great. It's perfect. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Stay big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in store and on Menards.com. Save big-